love man what i know <laughs> you mess up you mess up so many times i'm serving you why do we still have to fight in that time um love to me meant being needed being wanted infidelity Ooh. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? It's Whitney and Waigua. And we're here to bring you weekly episodes of How It Is. First of all, I can't believe it's the second one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> the milestones, Finally. no matter how small. Right? Yeah. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk about love. Mm-mm-mm. Love, man. What? From what is love to your experience with love. Mm. To who broke your heart? What does yes. love mean to you? Mm-hmm. And how did you grow up? Like, yeah, I have so many questions, honey. I don't even want to get into it right now. I know. Things people have done or said, mm. or things you have done or said, mm. that have contradicted your meaning yeah. of love. Mm. So all that is going to be covered in this episode. Yeah. And I hope you experience it with us, with an open heart, an open mind ready to learn and experience you know this with us and maybe even share your stories later on with us on yes, our platforms yeah, yeah yeah um so let's just get straight into this yes and i'm gonna start by asking you with me yes <laughs> what does love mean to you wow first i just feel like this is very intense for me i know right <laughs> So I feel ready to share so much of this because it's learning. So what does love mean to me? Mm-hmm. Love to me means, you know, it can be love towards someone else, whether romantic, friendship, mm. love to the world. To self. Yeah. To me, mm-hmm. mm, to self, to, to me, love is being able to mirror light so much light mm. to each other to one another yeah okay. to me that's what love is wow wow mm. so i say that love to you means being able to mirror lights mm. to one another yeah and i'm wondering what what is this light tell me about this light yes i, 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 felt, I felt that one coming and i was <laughs> like oh okay hey, i can't wait to explain yeah. so light to me means honestly not just positive emotions mm. but being able to hold space for one another despite what you've gone through mm. your trauma and being able to accommodate someone accept them mm. and learn from each other like mm. notice them and when you notice them and if they're not aware of it make them aware of it and help them learn from it there's so much love that grows in that acceptance wow yeah it's quite a journey and when you, t- you when it happens you notice how much someone grows with love mm. instead of being defensive about someone's mm. you know <coughs> yeah life the defenses just cause so much friction and it does. people start just pulling away yeah yeah wow i yeah like i've heard you say that lights is like being creating a space where like someone is safe to mm. be fallible to mess up 
Yeah. And having mm. that grace or compassion to accommodate mm. the person you love. Yes. And mm. that kind of creates this nurturing environment. Yes. For them to grow. Mm. And that sounds really beautiful. But I've heard you say also that it takes so much work. Like it's a journey. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more, honey. I know. <laughs> you mess up. You mess up so many times. And it's with that noticing mm. that you'll also notice when you're messing up and you know pick up that journey again mm. you acknowledge hey, yeah i messed up and i judged you harshly i pushed you away harshly i criticized you harshly mm. you notice and from there you just be accountable for what you do yeah and work on it together or by yourself even within yourself mm. Monza How taking responsibility mm-hmm. is so important. I know. In love. <laughs> like owning your yeah. I don't know mistake and how you hurt your friend or your partner. Or yourself. Or yourself. You can just judge yourself so harshly. You need to notice that and mm. take accountability. Mm. And apologize. Yeah, because it's I think inevitable sometimes. It is. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, we are all fallible. <laughs> I would love to hear what does love mean to you? Aiko? Oh my goodness! Yes, well, I, I, I think love has been has been a difficult topic for me for the longest time. Mm. I, I've had such a hard time understanding it and finding it for myself. Um, but I feel that now I'm I'm getting to learn it more and. In the space I am right now, um, love to me means recognition, to recognize the other person as someone who is intrinsically valuable. Um, And um, what I mean by intrinsic value is Mm -hmm. like, think about when you, like when a child is born, like a like a goddamn infant. Yeah. I'm scared of children, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Very scared. Um, yeah, like how when an infant is born and like you see them, you feel so much love for them. Yeah. And you you just like I feel that when I see an infant, I feel that they deserve to be cared for. Mm. I can't see an infant on the floor when I'm walking by and just leave them there and they need i will mm. do my best to to help them however mm. i can like if they need food i will feed them yeah. there's that natural sense of like they deserve mm. to be cared for and to be loved and um so these infants like are born into the world with like an overwhelming like a massive worth deservingness of love despite like they haven't done shit they are just newborns all they do is peace cry and Mm. (laughs) and shit their fucking diapers but they receive so much love for everyone but then uh, when we grow as we grow there are these like conditions of worthiness yeah that are placed on us Mm. like you have to be like this to deserve my affection to deserve my attention it kind of starts with your parents basically like and maybe it comes from a good place like they want to teach you to like be a good person yeah but then right yeah yeah i'm getting that love has been very difficult for you (laughs) i don't know if it's the meaning or the whole experience of love 
but point is it's been difficult yeah but in this space right now mm-hmm. it means recognition to you mm. recognizing you know the human has so much intrinsic value mm. just like a child just like a child love sounds fragile it, it does yeah it does sound fragile it, it sounds like a task to me yes. yeah. I think fragile is a task <laughs> it is a task honestly yeah and the thing about parents that's true most of the time maybe it's from a good place who knows mm. they think you know to be a good boy be a good girl mm. a good person do this do this so you grow with that mm. you know condition of worth yeah when I do this that's when I'm good that's when I deserve love that's yeah. when I deserve this this mm. and this what do you think about that I think it's foul like mm. it's unfair <laughs> that we have to you know pass through such a system that kind of makes us forget our intrinsic value yeah. that you are deserving of love despite whatever kind of person you are mm-hmm. your behaviors your experiences your physical appearance yeah. you are born with that intrinsic value and worthiness so having that covered up with mm-hmm. all of these conditions is a little a little satanic oh. it's so it's so vile man but yeah. it's it's the current like condition of the world would you want to share with us what your conditions of worth were oh god yes still are, let's, go. let's go <laughs> <laughs> so um i think for me you know i was I, like i was this zesty girly from mm-hmm. a very young age i was very feminine mm-hmm. and you know how feminine children are so like oh no kibetia mom like they're mm. so close to their mom true <laughs> so yeah i grew up being really really close to my mom yeah. and like i really like enjoyed starving her like doing her hair doing the nails um what else doing like her scrub just just doing acts of service to my mom and that to me was like expression of love mm. and at that time to love in my mind was to serve mm. and to be loved to me meant to be praised because my mom would be like oh mtatangu mm. you've done this mm. you've done so good and it felt so good mm. and I felt so loved getting all those affirmations mm-hmm. and um you know being seen in that light um but then you know and I, ha- uh, mm-hmm. sorry how was it when now you made a mistake some now you've not done yeah. things under you know those conditions of feeling worth how was it with your mom when you made a mistake Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got proper ass whoopings, honey. Oh. It was like all the love is void. Now you're a little demon. Yes. You're a little girl. Ass whoopings <laughs> with verbal. Yeah. You know, you know, verbal. Like the literal opposite mm. of like b- praises. Yeah. And like it felt like hate to me, like mm. resentment when 
now i had like made a mistake wangushe thamos wangushe thamos with wow. me <laughs> you are the you'll feel like you are the problem spirit of destruction au we ah jokes honestly yeah to because like me away with the religiosity and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it would feel like the world is ending mm. like now i would you know it would reinforce that feeling of i would i need to be careful i need to be like mm, um, perfect perfect yeah. to deserve love anything less i'm less deserving and yeah. i i talk about this thing <coughs> with my friends mm. with you as well yes. i know i've talked about the tragedy marking scheme with Ooh. you <laughs> yes definitely i love them ah the mm. tragedy marking scheme guys is is like conditions of what basically mm. we all grow up you know being taught ways to be yes mm. like you're supposed to be this this and this if you're not yeah you're supposed to, yeah a bad person like to pass exams exactly you're very good but, but what happens when you fail <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when like you're caught lying when you're mm-hmm. caught like you know coming home late rah, 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 mm-hmm. it's that's reprimanding the way like maybe you're um you're made to forget your worth. Oh yeah. Somewhere, mm-hmm. like me somewhere, I was made to feel terrible basically. Yeah. So in my mind i'm mm. adding those things to the list like yeah. when i lie i'm less worthy mm. that's a point in my marking scheme yeah. when mm. i'm looking raggedy i'm, I'm less, less worthy, worthy. Wow. <laughs> when my mm. hair is not done this is and this it's not even like restrained to your parents yeah. teachings it's even like in your regular daily lives with your mm. girlies True. with your colleagues the things that you know you're taught if you don't have a car you're less worthy if you are unemployed you're less worthy and these go into our raggedy marking schemes yeah that we carry and hold up against everybody we interact with yeah and so when you see someone who doesn't check your marking scheme mm. who doesn't meet your standard they're less deserving of love wow yeah I'm getting conditions of worth. I don't mm. know if you guys are planning <laughs> this with me reminding yourself if you know about it, but it's very real. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, I'm glad to share and I want to hear from you now. Yes, yeah. very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. For me, what was my meaning of love? before as a child yeah before mm. my current meaning mm. honestly not so different from yours it was to serve oh. and be served oh my days you're such cute children <laughs> oh my god and be served slay yeah. i love that i know right <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of slay but it's, it's, it's also kind of messed up okay. mostly because <laughs> mm-hmm. As a kid when I felt love mm-hmm. was when I received gifts from my mom. I was also a mama girl. Yeah, oh, she bit your mom. Yes. So gifts were the ways to know, "Ooh, I'm loved." So when I grew up now and as a teenager when the gifts stopped coming as much, I was confused. Mm. Cuz now I'm like, mm, 
just in love here. What I do? I wrote this so much egocentrism as a child. Mm. You think you are the Sometimes. problem for something. Yeah. Maybe me pese me kosekana but you're thinking, I I have done something well, yeah. for me to stop being gifted. Yeah, that's really like true. Yeah, and that that was my condition of what and also mm. serving my mom as well like washing her feet mm. oh i will do that on a <laughs> daily honey <laughs> tell me about it i could it. open a salon by 15 <laughs> but every time there was a mistake now you'd feel like you're a problem mm. like the small things you mentioned like breaking something mm. or coming home a bit late past mm. curfew or not doing something on time but we should also share to maybe our audience mm-hmm. ways to communicate better not just mm. to your kids to anyone yeah 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 true. personally i know something called a sandwich Slay. yeah cuz we love a sandwich <laughs> we love a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> what do you like in your sandwich what do i like it like a literal sandwich uh, <laughs> I like is compliment. this PG-18? Yeah, it's... Oh, wow. Girl, no, it's, no, it's easy. I okay, mean, it's easy. Yeah, you get into the gutters. It's All okay. Right. This is a safe space. Oh, I was asking that so you define what you like in your sandwich. I do not know what that means, girl. <laughs> okay. I'm a church girl. I do not know what you're talking about. The the one we eat. Let's talk about the one we eat. <laughs> we eat a lot of things, you know. Yeah. But like... um PB&J. Yeah. Yeah, butter and with milk. With milk. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> so, if you love a sandwich, <laughs> you're going to love what I'm about to, you know, share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sandwich exercise. Cuz even though we're sharing and learning from the experience, I think we should also share ways to do better, yes. repattern. Yeah. Cuz we say the what's and the why's, but we don't say the how. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, the sandwich is being able to give negative feedback mm. with so much love and care surrounded in the negative feedback mm. you do it in such a way someone won't feel like they're the problem so here it goes you start with something positive then you say the negative thing or you know the behavior that should be conditioned to be better mm. and then you end with a positive thing so yeah it's just oh, like, yeah <laughs> you know right now no, throw me one an example i know you have something to say <laughs> oh my god okay okay <laughs> say okay it or forever hold your peace <laughs> well i don't mm. have something to say to you you're very amazing i know right <laughs> in case there's ever something i will definitely use a sandwich because i have so much love and care for you okay Yes. Me too. Yeah, I but I will give an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say your friend or even a sibling, you're in the same house, mm. and most of the time, maybe they're not helping around. Mm. Your friend has come to visit; they just use your things and leave it there. Or your sibling doesn't help you, such a thing, and you mm-hmm. want to communicate it. Mm-hmm. Most people will go like, "You always come here and just." do things and you leave them badly. Mm, like get your broker out of my room. I know. <laughs> or every someone will feel like a whole problem. Yeah, true. The whole existence. It won't even be the, that one part that that is untidy. Yeah. It will, they'll feel like the whole existence mm. is a problem. 
and that's overwhelming so Damn, i feel like i'm that person who serves up dry bread oh, oh my god no sandwich like <laughs> yeah, we're learning now we're learning <laughs> yes. yeah i'm really grateful for this <laughs> so mm, as i was saying mm-hmm. you can now use the sandwich here you can say hey i like that you always make time to spend you know make some time for us to spend and, you, know, <laughs> you start now that's something positive yeah yeah then you say though i feel overwhelmed when i do all the work i would like for you to help me sometimes because mm. i do enjoy you in my space now that's the positive mm. so you say something that's positive lovely. yeah something positive mm-hmm. the negative behavior or emotions that put on you mm. how you'll want it to be mm. then something positive, positive again yeah wow you know like <laughs> i f- maybe at the like i don't know i feel that sometimes yeah. i like like something positive to say yeah and it kind of like forces me again to see the value in that person and mm. to reflect um, because we tend to, when we have a negative feeling towards someone, we tend yeah. to amplify that negativity. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to that person outside that, of that yeah. behavior. There's wholeness in that person. And that behavior is like a really small part out of the wholeness. Yeah. And you find the conversation in the sandwich is done with so much care. Mm. You even use a soft voice. You don't have to shout. Yeah. And someone will know their whole existence is not the problem. You'll even maybe bring out a blind spot mm. in th- um, and yeah, they become gee. more self-aware and they'll be so receptive to the feedback yeah it will even ha- it will even end with a hug it will <laughs> even no we'd have a good handing <laughs> yes <laughs> the handings yeah. should be sweet yeah. not every handing should be bad <laughs> But I feel that the day I sandwich, I'm going to use it just now because oh, I always I have it. bad things to say, but now <laughs> I'm going to start sandwiching. Yeah, and yeah. I like how you said, now thinking of something positive about someone will, mm. you know, make you know the yeah. value of the person. Mm. Yeah. And also, I feel that it also plays like an introspective role in that, mm. like, you, like, we tend to criticize ourselves a lot. Yeah. Like we, mm. you trip honey in front of a crowd, and you're like, you, you. <laughs> like, yes. what business do you have? <laughs> you already made my morning bad. Yeah. Now you're tripping in front of people. <laughs> yeah. You're out there fuming. Mm. But then when we learn to like practice sandwiching, mm. even like initially it can be like outside of ourselves we're talking to people and we are sensitive to how we respond to them yes. but then when it becomes like automated even our internal dialogue will be sandwiched can you imagine yes. your internal dialogue being sandwiched awesome i mean so much growth and love within you it's giving scrumzilly because oh. <laughs> who wants a dry loaf of bread I, i'm tired of it i don't want it anymore i'm <laughs> gonna try the sandwich yes. <laughs> yeah thank you with me for like that lesson welcome i have a question (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah the stomach grab (laughs) scary scary Mm -hmm. so i want to know what like gave you this new definition of love what experience or what you know what just ignited that like wow this is what love means to me love means recognition of Mm. intrinsic value of someone 
Well, that's a good question. <laughs> yes. Um, what changed the meaning of love for me? I think um, I, l- I lost, like, my, like, l- how I used to receive love was, like, cut off. Yeah. I stopped receiving praises from my mom basically like and that mm. was a real crisis for me like i that's really sucked yeah um <coughs> you know you know as a queer boy mm. um being like your mom's kibeti mm. and then falling out with your mom eventually is something truly heartbreaking and i know a lot of queer girlies out there can identify so that's like threw me into a crisis of like am i really a good person am i deserving of love um and it came with a lot of anger like damn i have been like the best child i've been like doing my best and (coughs) i'm still like not getting the love i need or deserve so i had to start questioning like what is love truly? I I was a Christian girly. Angela Chibalons <laughs> and all like my playlist was fire. Kumbu, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, jubilee, jubilee. <laughs> Honey. Um anyway. Um yeah. so like I started like exploring what love meant, even in the Bible, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. and in my questioning, like initially i wasn't ever questioning anything about like my life and how things were yeah but now that moment when i like got cut off from my mom's love basically mm. i had to like start exploring other sources of love because a girl does need love to survive it's like the fuel mm. yes please so i even like got out of like christianity because it didn't accept me and that was another crisis yeah. i started exploring spirituality outside of christianity and then is when i started like learning how like everybody is a spiritual being mm-hmm. and everybody is connected to god and the source and there's like there's no way mm. anything outside of you or anybody can ever take away that god inside of you that spirit inside of you mm. it's the same from when you are born to when you die mm. and that's really like woke me up wow. and books like a new art by Eckhart Tolle mm. um really like shone that light um wow. and that's actually i'm rereading the fucking book right now yes. <laughs> because it's like my bible baby <laughs> And yeah, it gave me that sense of assurance that I needed, that I lost. Wow. Yeah. So and, mm-hmm. was yours more of a spiritual awakening? <coughs> it was. Wow. Yeah, she's woke. Oh my God. Spiritually. So beautiful. Get into it. I can feel it. Ah. Honestly, I'm glad <laughs> to be in the same room with you. I'm feeling the energy. Oh, I love to hear that. Yeah, I, I promise this. you guys are not hippies. <laughs> oh, yes. I, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you guys are not hippies. Mm. But yeah, you now, Whitney, tell us about how you developed this new meaning of love that you have. Wow. Well, honestly, I feel like they're very similar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For me, before it became a spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. uh, I was just noticing patterns of my friendships, romantic relationships. Mm. And it started early in high school. 
mm-hmm. I would wonder, I'm serving you. Why do we still have to fight? Mm. I used to think fights at the end. Oh yeah, <laughs> they do feel like the end. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Or, you know, we're giving each other this and this. I was even talking with my friend mm-hmm. about what love meant to them, mm. and they said for a long time, to them they expressed it only through physical needs. Because <coughs> growing up, mm. it's the physical needs that showed we love you and accept you. Mm. You've been given clothing mm. you know how parents make that like the huge deal yeah like yeah mm. i'm providing for you and this is how i love you yes yeah. so there was physical ne- uh it was actually me who made her realize that she was mentioning physical needs because mm. she was saying for her love means you know buying you clothes making making sure you're warm making mm. sure you've eaten mm. so i was like what about the emotional needs Slim. and she was like huh and I realized most people, it's mostly physical needs. Mm. The emotional needs are not as, you know, giving that much space. Mm. Yeah. And that's a place to learn from. So for me, I was like that too. It was mostly physical needs. I gift you. Mm. So I, I love you. But your emotional needs, I left them at the door. <laughs> it's not even funny (laughs) we can laugh now though yeah yeah i left them at the door you would express much to me but like i'm not the one yeah here's a cookie yeah (laughs) (laughs) here's a cookie are you better now and i accept i expected the relationship to survive on that Mm, yeah and it makes sense how naive The Man. sandwich. Let me try use the sandwich. Uh-huh. Okay, me, par. You know, you're constantly growing, but mm. it was very naive of you to, you know, neglect people's emotional states. Scrumsily. But you're doing really good. You're doing amazing, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. That feels so warm. It sounds so lovely. <laughs> I feel envious <laughs> of younger with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. I noticed those patterns, and mm. I had to just accept the loss of because I had very many meaningful meaningful relationships where mm-hmm. we used to talk about anything and everything with my friends, which I appreciate because for me, I think I was always vulnerable. I loved to talk about anything from mm. A to Z, any angle of it. I didn't judge you, but emotional needs, uh, yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> then a time mm. came when I realized now I have like zero friends. Oh. I, I messed up all my friendships. Yeah. From not knowing boundaries, not mm-hmm. knowing how to hold space for them emotionally. Mm. And just like you were saying, the crisis, I was yeah, in that yeah. crisis. We love a good crisis. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. And at <laughs> the same time, the gifting from my mom also stopped. Oh, damn. But yeah, I was not the problem. Mm. I've grown to learn. Other things happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what else? So all that was piling up and mm. was like, whoa. And at that time, I was so, 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 so unwell. Oh, damn. It sounds like a, a horrible time. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very bad time. Damn. But it was needed because mm. for me, personally, I feel like it was needed because <clears throat> that's mm. when I also got my spiritual awakening. And from that day, it's just been very different. It's like I saw this 
my behavior happening going my mm. life going two ways mm. you know oh, yeah. with my eyes closed i saw one way where it will just lead to so much isolation mm. i was so you know predisposed to isolating myself mm. so much darkness i was predisposed to that holding on to that coldness mm. it's like it's the job i liked doing Oh, and yeah. I never wanted to let it go. Wow, there's something I want to say about that later. But wow, like, let me yes. jot it down. Yes, girl, <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw another part that was full of so much light mm-hmm. and so much love. And it felt like me. This other one felt like work. And then this other one felt mm-hmm. like who I really am mm-hmm. deep inside. And uh, once I opened my eyes, I was like, I'm going <coughs> this way, the light way. Mm. And from that day I've just my meaning of love changed. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you for sharing with me. You're welcome. Wow. Um What did you want to say? No, um because when you got to the point where mm. you shared that um you know like you closed your eyes and visualized your future and you saw it leading to like two directions mm. and there's this thing i've been learning about li- recently recently girl mm. yes tell <laughs> us about <laughs> it um this thing called life scripts mm-hmm. and it's a concept under uh, a psychology theory called transactional analysis mm-hmm. by eric Byrne. so um so life scripts um are basically like um we develop our personality according to eric we develop our personality from age Mm. zero to 18 years yeah that is where we learn like um um, attitudes Mm. and our brains are developed in a certain way yeah like in a unique way so that like personality that we have from the age 18 mm. kind of like determines the rest of our lives mm. so depending on your interactions with your primary caregivers like your mom your dad your um siblings ra, 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 your teachers they kind of forge or inculcate these like scripts they mm. tell you things like maybe if you're told you'll never be good enough maybe yeah. if you're taught love means this and not this and you're not deserving of love 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 yeah (laughs) (laughs) and unless you do this this and this yeah so those things stick yeah Mm. and they kind of form a script now uh, in our adulthood we take on these roles Mm. unconscious roles we don't know like in in the front of our minds we don't know that this this is how it's going but it's a motivation that's hidden and now we end up like never finding love we end up like repeating the same cycles Mm -hmm. that we were in in as children like if your parents had strained relationships you might end up very likely you'll end up having strained relationships and people make it their whole existence they say i mean yeah i'm just like that and it's so unfortunate um but now eric now talks about how you can change your life scripts the way you find yourself in this state of crisis where yeah. you actually visualized how your future is going to look like and you're like i'm not about that lifestyle mm. i gotta do something very true and i think 
there's a sense of like fortune in that mm. and it's an opportunity and it's a really good thing that a lot of people miss having an opportunity to like realize these patterns that are very likely to continue playing on and you are able to like toss yeah. it and choose this difficult path that would be fruitful in the end yeah so i love that for you oh i love that too guys you hear that you can transactional analysis yeah (laughs) you can just choose to go a different path yeah change your script yes yeah i have another question yes please (laughs) so you mentioned you i think you had a crisis and from being so close to your mom then it's just stopping and at that ti- at that same time mm-hmm. there was also the crisis with christianity yeah the not being accepted there yeah like does so, jesus love me yeah during now the time you got your path in the spiritual awakening mm-hmm. what are the difficulties like you you faced that maybe made you slip back into mm. living in the self-loathing the mm-hmm. What? How can I call it? Self-loathing is kind of unworthy. Yeah, I mean she's not sandwiched, but like <laughs> we'll take her. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take her. So, yeah. Actually, that was an example, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know it's an experience. <laughs> now we know, but yeah. Um, because it's it's really it's it's not easy. Like as um, especially when you're going through that journey alone. Yeah. without like therapy and all it's it's quite a task uh, part of my question sorry to cut you off yeah, yeah. is yeah what made you sleep back uh, you can also mention the triggers that mm. made you sleep back to the negative emotions that mm. only leave you stuck in one point yeah the triggers and the factors around you that just facilitated that you know the trigger to keep going or the mm. behavior to keep going from the trigger mm. yeah yeah um yeah um so like it's really difficult you know changing a script basically and yeah. developing this like um individual identity outside of what was like taught yeah. since you were like an infant so mm. Um, and it's crucial like f- to have like the ideal chances of developing like I don't mm. know a good like future prospects I don't yeah, know if that makes sense it does you need to be in a nurturing environment like you said what mm. love means to you like this nurturing environment where you see the light in the person despite the fallibility how much they fuck up yeah. you just see that cornerstone of light mm. that never moves that never dims it's always there yeah so when you don't have that in yourself and when you don't have that from other people like maybe i didn't have that yeah it was it was really hard like believing in myself and trusting the path which i was taking mm. um but i just it's me or me there's yeah. no one else coming here to help me yeah so for a long time i i was isolated like you said i mm. used to sabotage my friendships mm. my relationships i would 
play on these roles that or like I don't know kind of taught to me I'm a, that I acquired from my environment and it's yeah. not just my parents like I learned a lot of bad behaviors from even majorly even outside of my home yeah. mm-hmm. so um <coughs> I I think I was privileged to Nikimaliza high school um my dad saw the need for me to go for therapy mm. and i think that's where things changed for me i i um got into a counseling room with this very elderly lady yeah and i knew this woman was going to lead me to feel like who do, what do you think you're doing with your life i mean oh my god like <clears throat> i'm going to um i my dad sent me for therapy because basically he found out that i was yeah, I know yeah. in the best of ways. I mean, that's oh a study for another yeah, day. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and that was in form three that term. Yeah. But he was like, he just mentioned it, and he said, "We are not going to talk about this now. Mm-hmm. Um, you finish your form four, and then we'll talk about it." So yeah. my entire final year, I was like, "Fuck me, this <laughs> is over. Imagine. My life is over. I focus on remember Irago, then that, and then that to the streets." Um, because he just said that and he mm. shut the fuck up about it yeah. never spoke about it again and I was in this constant state of anxiety yeah. and along with that there was all these other things going on but yeah like after high school surprisingly he just said I need you to see this lady who is a counselor and mm. um, yeah we see how it goes. We see how it goes. Mm. You go get converted. You really need to find a hero. Hero. That's a lot, though. Yeah. Mm. So when I when I was going into therapy, I thought I was going there to get scolded, to get like changed. Niambiwe Bible verses. Okay, mm. the, that was a Bible verse in 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 that journey. But like, wow. I didn't love it. Mm. But outside of that, that is the first space where I felt and recognized mm. like despite you know the stories she was told about me despite what she knew about me she was still like accepting and she cared about what I had to say mm. me fresh out of high school homosexual yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do uh, it was profound for me that was yeah. such a major experience like having this respectable lady just listen to me and value and ask me like so what do you plan to do like after high school what mm. are your future prospects she didn't even dwell on the fact that i was queer she just asked questions about my feelings and emotions and my experiences and I was like, okay, okay. Mm. So it's not like I expected my nini to be amplified, my like quote-unquote negative traits. Mm. But what was amplified was actually my, my real value and yeah. like positive aspects and my prospects even. Mm. Um, and uh, then is when I guess I begi- began to like see the value in myself and mm. feel deserving of like being hard and yeah praise to that counselor praise be yes <laughs> may the lord open yes. like jesus that is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah. how about you well first of all 
I'm getting so many things from what you say. Okay, yeah, let's revisit. Yes. <laughs> wow. I can imagine the anxiety. Kwanza pom pom. It's the last year. Man. Exam. Then there's your dad. Man, that raggedy school. But let's proceed. Yeah. My dad. <laughs> he just left the conversation there. Yeah. That comes with a lot of thoughts, I'm guessing. And there was no sandwiching. Eh, there was no sandwiching <laughs> there. You see this bread? Yeah, this uh, yeah, <laughs> Shove pula. it down your throat. <laughs> you see, I go, yeah. <sighs> be choking yeah i mm. felt really ang- i felt like my heart dropped we were yeah. at a restaurant like all of us mm. and he just hinted that it he mm. um, all of us by all of us i mean me my two brothers and my dad and he just said um Nimeona, i went through your phone and there i knew mm. go what happened scary. to pascoe i was so daft by the way why did i leave that phone open Wow, but then again, that's where your journey of spiritual awakening started. Yeah, or feeling that value. Yes, within yourself. Yeah, but what factors, you know, made you backslide to feeling unworthy again? Yes, you figured out hmm, there is mm. that value in within me. Mm-hmm. But then again, in that journey, it's not easy. It's See, not you easy. Realize it's like yeah. there's those things that take you back. Yeah those things that just trigger you to go back mm. yeah would you share that with us i think what's what makes me um you know slip back into a feeling of like unworthiness yeah is you know what happens around me mm. and my internal dialogue first of all because sometimes i'm i'm an absolute prick to myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> i think I, I make you notice that a lot you do oh, but it's very humorous <laughs> oh, <lovely. laughs> yeah i mean trauma is 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 the mother of humor yeah. so get mm. into it mm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my internal dialogue sometimes can be absolute shades yeah um and that's really like pushes me back even without realizing like i don't even clock myself that i've mm. said such mean things to myself but <coughs> um that happens mm. another thing is you know the people around me yeah like my friends i guess family sometimes they can be really mean mm. um and <coughs> that kind of draws you back despite yeah how much you know about yourself despite that assurance that you are a valuable being whether you nick me whether you keep me i don't yeah, know <laughs> that I like that. okay but um people make you forget and you make yourself forget that value that you have yeah and it happens more often than not mm. um unfortunately and I think it's because of this state of like collective unconsciousness. Yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. It okay. does. I'm picking the environment matters, mm. like, and the internal dialogue. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I love what you've shared, and I hope you all are learning. Yeah. yeah and sharing within yourself you know you can be listening and be like oh my god you yeah. know you know this happened to me yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i hope so too and if you have any questions don't 
hesitate to share with us. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before we continue with this intense topic, <laughs> yeah, I come back to share my side, my triggers. I'm so looking forward to that. Yes. Take time to ask yourself what exists inside you apart from the things you have not healed from. Yes, what exists inside you apart from the things you have not healed from. exists inside you apart from the things you have not healed from which reminds me of a saying Waigwe told me (laughs) during our meetings (laughs) he shared that behind the dark clouds there's always that deep blue sky even if we can't see it shout out faith I love it so much it's like just been running my busy 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 weeks Yeah. yeah Especially in this weather, like out of me, it's been running my busy weeks, baby. Right. Like looking into the sky, seeing grey clouds like covering the entire space, mm. and then just remembering that behind that there's always that deep blue sky. sky. Wow. It just feels nice. Yeah, it shows this baggage is coming and passing. It, yeah. But the one that stays always is that deep blue sky within you. Yes. It's giving rock of ages. <gasps> she sticks around. I feel so free <laughs> with that knowledge. Okay, Miss Free. Yes. <laughs> so, to get back. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the question was what triggers or mm. anything that facilitated you going back to feeling devalued during, yeah, yeah, during that journey where you're trying to now go this way? Mm. Wow. I didn't notice the weight of this question when it's I'm asking a heavy you. Question, <laughs> girl. Well, I'm sweating, girls. Ooh, thinking about it. <laughs> Let me see. How was my journey now? The one, the path I chose. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it was very rough. For me, my triggers not so different from yours. The environment, my family. Mm time i didn't have friends yet so let's say <laughs> oh i want to hug your younger self oh my God. so bad yes needs that she is loved some cushioning yes. some cushioning yes i'm afraid i don't have the tears but like <laughs> give me a couple of years okay girl itty bitties we can share we, <laughs> we can, can share my itty bitties okay i'll take them you are one person i wouldn't mind sharing my itty bitties with <laughs> you would rock them oh i would yes <laughs> give me a couple of years you just okay wait. okay i can't wait <laughs> yeah. so yeah i feel very cushioned <laughs> to even share this now well yeah my path was crazy my triggers yes my environment my internal irrational thoughts mm, tea. yeah so whenever i'm laughing it's because i'm like we're twinning <laughs> <laughs> it's, really just, it's that you ask about loudly whenever we are together yeah they yeah. do i'm telling you guys <laughs> i am so self-critical mine are inside and i'm like girl we're saying the same thing only that yours is coming out yeah yeah that too so and with that i'll rush to things that made me you know stay back in that dark path which mm. are d- drugs and st- substance abuse mm. overuse 
overuse mm. of that mm. which made me physically ill mentally spiritually yeah, yeah. and it had to take so much relapsing <laughs> to figure that out by the way yeah it's relapsing i love yeah, that word yeah yeah and at that time yes i'd already done my value actually i figured out my value during that journey of sleeping back because mm. i'll sleep back and the people i was surrounded with i'll be so confused like you know this is the path i'm trying to take mm. and i feel like these people are just making me stay in that one spot mm. from what we do what we, what we say to each other mm. no boundaries and that will be a whole topic on sex i love that I'm oh my god down. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah and those are the things that triggered me to just and facilitated me staying back mm. but i did have some positive aspects mm-hmm. which were the rituals i was trying to do I love that. in spirituality i was not as stable yet in meditating i was not mm. even understanding it mm. and it was frustrating yeah i mm, yeah mm, yeah but at the same time it was a positive factor because i knew i want to master it i knew i want to practice it mm. so i'll say i did have some positive factors despite my negative ones wow did i just sandwich with <laughs> <laughs> oh the oh. awareness the noticing that's yeah. what you need it's that's like automatic mm. she's an ex-mechanica baby yeah <laughs> and the more you practice the sandwich baby the more automatic it just comes yeah like i didn't even notice yeah it just comes mm. wow thank you so much for sharing that welcome and the what stood out for me is how you know you also have negative self-talk like inside i was gagging like i've never heard you say anything negative towards yourself yeah and realizing that it's an internal dialogue that mm. just doesn't like get Come expressed yeah. yeah i i'm curious to hear how yeah. you've been handling that my internal dialogue the, oh, the irrational ones the mm. wow okay how i have been handling it <coughs> yeah before or now um or both both <laughs> okay yes some flesh some meaty stuff <laughs> <laughs> yes before yeah just as i mentioned it was drugs mm. to silence oh Go. yeah it was unhealthy yeah, but it was unhealthy. working to silence mm-hmm. like she stayed quiet yeah <laughs> look around everybody <laughs> <on> mute. <laughs> everything is quiet now Shh, yeah. we're okay now but nothing was worked on because mm. once you get back sober it's all the same pattern yeah you're not coming out flooding. of that yes but in the here and now mm-hmm. how do i cope I cope in more healthy ways. Weirdly drinking water. Love and love. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Anytime I'm in a stressful situation where mm-hmm. I'm just, I know. And what I was saying, noticing. Mm-hmm. Noticing yourself. Learn yourself so much that you know what your triggers, when the negative self-talk will come. Yes, yeah. Personally, I know immediately I drop something on the floor. I'm mm. always like, I notice. Mm. I'm going to say something after up. Can you cast? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I've been casting, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say, like, you just know I'm going to say something fucked up to myself. Yeah. And in that moment, you notice it. Mm. 
and you even just notice it's not that big of a deal yeah like why, mm. why am i being so mean to myself yeah, yeah. and in, in more extreme stressful situations mm. drink water mm. just drink water and i feel much better it's like nothing bad has to come out of me towards myself mm. another thing is also my spirituality mm-hmm. especially wow the journey we've just started with Waigwa. Oh, yeah. The Sahaja Yoga meditation. Yeah. Mm. It's been helping. Noticing yourself at night and in the evening. Oh, you've been doing the night and evening. Girl, yeah. okay. <laughs> How she is, is your... <laughs> she is a even one, like, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm here to support you. Hey, yeah. Yeah, Our maybe. teacher would whoop her ass. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think it's at everyone's pace yeah yeah mm, such things will just come so yeah that too mostly noticing mm. noticing what happens before you communicate negatively to yourself mm. the irrational thoughts I just question them yeah Mm, but I feel like the, those ones I'm still working on irrational thoughts, mm. beliefs. Mm. They're all mostly tied to my pe- perfectionism. Oh yeah, mm. I can imagine. Yeah, but mm. those are very beautiful, like um, coping mechanisms that you have, mm. and it's really nice to hear that about the hydration because girl we need to stay hydrated yeah. and it's a healthy one because I imagine like before we used to like um drink like yeah. you said use drugs to Smooth. like silence the girl sneeze there's everything pop <laughs> not the poppers um okay mm-hmm. yeah <coughs> um yeah, yeah. So now I have another question for you. Wait, so tell us about yours. <laughs> How do you cope? I was right. How I'm do even you coping. Co- <laughs> <laughs> I'm even coping. Oh girl. my god! But then, if you notice that you, you know, have so much self-critical talk. Yeah. Like drinking water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk very healthy. Or you're like, girl, put something in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> in a day, if you do it a thousand times, imagine how hydrated you'll be. Is it even healthy? <laughs> that's another girl. That's another thing to able listeners, please. If like you have any feedback about like I don't know a Drinking thousand glasses water. of water, yeah. Oh, but you don't finish a glass. You just take a sip. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, a sip. Maybe yeah. that day you'll complete the required amount of water to drink. By the eight way, glasses. Yeah, I read somewhere. Not a. Hey, Is it eight mind. glasses or four? <laughs> I don't um, know. Eight, eight. Eight. Uh huh. Um, I heard somewhere on TikTok. I think someone mm. t- talking about how yes, we need to be drinking eight glasses of water, but like we shouldn't gulp and like yeah. drink it too fast. Mm, water should be sipped. Yeah. Even slowly. my mom says good to even drink warm water because you won't drink it fast yeah you just take it in slowly oh wow i love that yeah i'll try that i'm learning that from her oh and i'm learning it from you and her oh my god the love girl we are so crazy. <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah tell us um, how do you cope you can tell us before now or if there's no coping mechanism yet you can also I'm, I'm trying. I'm. I feel that I'm still exploring, mm. and 
you know, first we, we've been talking, we've mentioned crisis a bunch of times. Yeah. And crisis, like how I've learned to define crisis. It's, you know, a, an event or series of events that mm. kind of overwhelm your current ability to cope. Mm. And now, like, you can't do anything to make it go away. Like, when you're feeling... Um, unable to like can yeah <laughs> so a crisis now is like an opportunity to now expand your resources mm. beyond what you actually have like how do you like gather up more arsenal in yeah. case in future you have a similar overwhelming experience oh like the way mm. you said about isolation and how you're physically ill rah, 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 and you are in this really vulnerable space and you did not have any way to like deal at the moment and it forced you to kind of like expand your horizons explore spirituality find meaning yeah and now it's kind of lends to um resilience you're able to endure more because you have you have arsenals, <laughs> you have resources now. Mm. Um, yeah, so for me, I think even right now I'm I'm, I'm kind of still going through a crisis. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm taking it as an opportunity to expand my resources and one way that I am coping with, you know, the negative self-talk and you know, sometimes being in like a difficult environment mm. is like you said, paying attention to my body and yeah. excuse me, how I'm mm. feeling and my thoughts and just being with them yeah. without judgment. Like in meditation basically in mm. my days I'm just describing meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. So I meditate very often. Mm. I haven't been doing the Sahaja one, yeah. but I, I have I I follow Dorakama on Instagram. Mm. She's a mindfulness teacher on Headspace. Love her. Love her. Man. Love doing the meditations with you too. I do love them <laughs> yeah. too, man. They're, they're really. I don't know. It's it's this is the healthiest friendship I've ever had. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just about to cry. Girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> And which reminds me of our session today was cut. I had a couple of things to share mm-hmm. and ask you, but yeah, maybe we'll bring them up in the next episode. Yeah, jot them down, honey. Yeah. Don't forget. Because mm. I'm not going to sandwich if you forget. So okay. I'm going to shove a bread <laughs> it in my throat. <laughs> in throat. And you're going to eat it. Okay. You're very accepted here. So, what I'm getting is that you feel like you're still in that crisis and exploring external resources mm. which is very lovely and for you to still explore within external and internal or oh, external and internal yeah oh <laughs> lovely and for you to explore it within meditation i feel like you're really in the right path i am and you have my support and you have my guys <laughs> are you seeing the the light in this the light like we're shining the love feels very nice yeah it's like small tickles on your heart does yeah. it feel that way 
<laughs> it feels that way to me. My heart is sitting, sitting pretty. She's not English. <laughs> very, very different people. <laughs> You're the yin to my yang. Oh yes, yes. periods. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I feel that time is kind of running out, but Ooh, very quickly. Yes. Okay. I had a very like important question to ask you. Mm. Now that we've talked about like love. Um, what it means to us, um, the experiences we've had around love yeah. and the challenges we're experiencing in love. Mm. Now, um, I w- would like us to focus like on ourselves, like on you, Whitney, now. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to love yourself? To okay. you? What does it mean to love myself? Mm. For me, to love myself is honestly, like I keep saying, noticing myself. Mm noticing my value mm. noticing my you know maladaptive behaviors and also the good ones just the noticing and not just noticing after i notice i accept them Slay. i just say i hold space for myself mother <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, you just read it me <laughs> Wow. Yo, guys. This, this is now yeah. in this new spiritual journey when you were talking about. Yeah. We've been going the for Sahaja. meditation classes. Mm. Actually, we've been. We went for yeah. the first one mm. on Sunday. Mm. And part of like, we do these chants <laughs> and we like touch ourselves, like our chest, mm. our, I don't various know, abdomen, parts. various parts of ourselves. And we're like, Mother, Everything am I the spirit? I'm like, I was leaving. <laughs> I was leaving. I was like, who is this mother? I, need I to be cried. Cried. Wow. Was I cried. Like, <laughs> mother is so sensitive. You know, they're like, mother. So you, you're calling the dormant mother that lives within you. Mm. And you're we, waking her up. I was like a waterfall. <laughs> I'm sure the teacher just saw it. She was like, she felt like she's done something she, very yeah, spiritual. Yeah. Because she was standing right there. Yeah. But it's very beautiful. I left there feeling high. I kept asking <laughs> why, why are you feeling high? Yeah. I'm feeling high. Yeah. So, yeah, what does love mean to me? To me, it's noticing Next so step. many aspects of myself. Mm. And I'm always excited to notice more, I'm yeah. always excited to learn more. Mm. Such that that's why I appreciate the healthy friendships where. Someone can point out a blind spot, mm. point out, you know, a pattern. Like yeah, because I'm excited to learn that and mm. how can I learn and move from that? Mm. So without noticing and accepting, you just hold space for yourself. Mm. And I feel like that is so much love for me, wow. towards me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a fuckload of love towards yourself. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really so happy for you. Thank you. Wow. And your inner child. Yeah, she's always very jumpy. Yeah. She stays yeah. naughty. I'm like, I know she's a healthy girly. Yeah, she's like, now we have healthy friendships. Now you've learned boundaries. Yeah. Now you're learning how to listen to me. Oh. Ah, she's just <laughs> ecstatic. I'm really glad to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. What about you? Me, me. Um, mm. To love myself, just like you said, is to recognize myself. Um, as a valuable human being I like to do this thought exercise the one I did about you know infants and how they are automatically valuable Yeah. I like to do it with myself and just 
imagine that I have this child inside me who has always been there, who's always there, and they deserve and need love. And I'm like, now, like, I sit with myself and imagine how is a child feeling? Is it crying? Yeah. Is it cold? Mm, I love that. Mm, yeah. I'm um, definitely picking that one. Yeah, yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> you better too, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> and it, also, yeah, is it crying? Is it cold? Mm. Mm-hmm. And also, like, recognizing my physical needs. That's something I have been neglecting for mm. so long. Simple things like eating or wearing socks, girl. Um, especially like, um, just the other day it was so hot. Like the weather has changed into this like cloudy and cold yeah. weather, and I realized that I wasn't paying attention to what I needed. I was sleeping in shorts, shirtless, without socks, and I was so cold, feeling so uncomfortable, mm. and I didn't realize that it's because i was cold i was just like in this state of distress and just discomfort and you know those you know that state kind of triggers now negative thoughts yeah negative feelings and now i start like acting out i guess yeah so um, through a podcast which i listened to i now became aware that you know as the days grow colder Mm. you need to you know recenter recalibrate and sit with your body and ask yourself what does my body need right now yeah even Mm. when you're trying to sleep and you need to pee but you're (laughs) like i'm not getting out of this nini and you're <laughs> well, that was me today leaving campus <laughs> not campus the hospital you know yeah. we were being chat about vegetative status mm. no. oh by the way Whitney is doing her internship at yes, our hospital Mathari. congratulations come get healed <laughs> <laughs> so and they were talking about eating patterns sleeping patterns even the Gestation, yeah. Wait, gestation is part of reproduction. Oh God, digestion. Yeah, digestion. Digestion too. Slay. You know. Mm. And then walking out of school, I'm so pressed. But I'm mm. like, ah, my perfectionism is. I know I'm to get to record the podcast. That's all I want to do. So mm. I'm like, it will have to wait. Yeah. And then I had to just notice it and be like, um, girl. <laughs> Go tend to your needs first. And the fuck back around. And I was less anxious. See, exactly. Yeah, it's very simple. Man. But I like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's me. Wow. That's my loving myself which, as of as of now. Which are I'm picking that your definition of self love and also my definition is actually our definitions of love weirdly towards even other people Mm. which makes me curious do you think uh, Mm -hmm. people love in the same capacity that they love themselves yes 100% yeah just to go back to the Mm. raggedy marking scheme oh yes girl (laughs) (laughs) these conditions of worth uh, that we place on other people this mm-hmm. marking scheme that we hold against other people we still hold against ourselves very true yeah like um, 
if you're like no scrubs, girly, mm-hmm. and you are the scrub in this situation, you <laughs> you you feel lesser if you're if you're maybe like you feel that your partner should be this high achieving person with all this money, all this whatever, and you yourself like if they don't have like that high achievingness allow me to say yeah um you see them as like less as worthless people then you yourself um will hold that standard you know against yourself and now when you're baroque when your you know your relationship is shaky when your maybe schoolwork is is not going as amazing as usual you kind of like go lower than you need to go you lose sight of like the value you have intrinsically that never changes despite of like everything that's happening around you and so yeah when you have these standards for other people you you do hold them against yourself yeah unconsciously and yeah that's why love kind of equates to how you love yourself very true that was not a ramble bro no it was actually a very good point (coughs) and we're learning that it has to start from within you Mm. the love Mm. even before you get yourself in romantic relationships friendships Mm. even before you face the day the world Mm. be mindful about how you're feeling within yeah have that that intention Mm. to give yourself love (coughs) Because it's with that that you'll be able to, you know, also give out love to other people. Yeah, like recognizing other people's inner child as well. Because yours is taken care of. (laughs) As we're coming to an end, I have one last question. Oh, (laughs) let's hear it. Let's hear it. So I think we've talked about the things people no we've not actually talked about things people have said or done mm. that contradicted your meaning of love or even the things you have done to people mm. that contradicted their meaning of love the way i am the doer <laughs> <laughs> yeah talk about things you've done or said you can even give us a story i don't know or even just shorten an experience any way that you're able to share it mm. okay um well this like this is so like fresh because like um the first mm. person I, I ever dated um mm. so that is when I like first experienced love outside of like mm. you know romantic love mm. um and I'm not sure na- like now looking back if it was love actually yeah yeah so I guess that's what the question means yeah that's what it means um yeah so it's like now you know what love means to you but then you look back you're like whoa those actions those things we said to each other contradicted my meaning of love right now yeah yeah <coughs> so mimi i guess in that time um love to me meant being needed being wanted and being like mm. yeah being wanted and i i was dating this not really dating, seeing all oh, these things are so complicated, yeah. but like, let's just say I was seeing this person mm. and um, they liked me as a person. We would like hang out a lot, talk about things, 
and they were interested in me sexually like i guess one time we did a thing mm. but like you know that ended there yeah but to me when that ended that's like that was the best experience i had like having like i really liked the person mm. i really liked him and so when he actually like like i realized he liked me back physically um i was like damn and this was the first time i was experiencing like someone actually seeing me as attractive and it was in that space where i was trying to find like yeah you know spirituality find myself basically and so i was vulnerable to like <coughs> um attaching more meaning to something that wasn't actually there you know so when he reciprocated like my my uh, my whatever advances i guess yeah. i felt so seen i felt so loved needed. i felt fulfilled <laughs> self-actualization and it did was you like, feel the butterflies i did feel the butterflies <laughs> that time like my heart came alive <laughs> um but then that was one time and then it stopped and it's this person who was like constantly distant like mm. he was also like figuring out his own shit mm. and so i i thought i would take on this role of like being wanted and being like the person who gets to like fix him yeah, <laughs> the, fixer. yeah the fixer i mean i was there above the builder mm. that happened well so yeah it didn't happen like how he actually ended up ghosting me um um and that really hurt my feelings and it was unexplained like for no reason it just mm-hmm. disappeared and later i realized it's because he was like having like a mental health crisis rah, rah, rah. Yeah. but in that moment i was like damn like i thought i had actually found the one he wanted me like physically mm-hmm. we would talk a lot about things even outside of like sex um just like movies mm-hmm. music rah, rah, rah. we'd spend time together and now it's, it just stopped and so it felt like i was losing like love again and i felt worthless like again mm-hmm. so yeah looking back i was yeah i was really vulnerable and i just didn't know i just i just didn't know the value that i had inside me i didn't love myself and i thought other people would like you know um tend to my inner child yeah. for me like my child was cold my child was crying and um i was like carrying it mm. and holding it out to this person who is struggling with his own shit to like tend to that child for me to like give me validation mm. to give me like a sense of worth and it sounds very heavy to realize all that it does yeah. i need mean, but at the same time <laughs> it's amazing to realize all that yeah i'm literally stretching right now like yeah <laughs> oh, it is. now i know wow yeah so that contradicted your meaning of love yeah looking back um that was not love that i felt mm. for him it was just a need ah but they are need yeah to realize like to be loved in and a way that wasn't real i'm actually learning so much from what you're saying oh yeah because i've seen similar patterns in many people i interact with 
Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't just I won't be able to talk about it yet. Mm. Some things you have to wait till then someone's conscious awareness. Mm. Maybe to share it. But if it becomes pathological, mm. I will definitely share it. Or maybe because mm. maybe for me looking back, mm. maybe what I could have used is like um a reminder like uh, you actually do have the resources to tend to your inner child. You deserve love. Maybe mm. you're not getting it from me, <laughs> but True. like you deserve love and like where is that love gonna come from outside of yourself honestly mm. like i use this thought exercise with everyone yo yeah like you have a child who is crying inside of you who is in, in need of love and it is very valid and they deserve it and you as an adult you have all the resources it takes to tend to that child to mm. have a child be happy and healthy and loved and tended to yeah. so when you try to give it to other people don't have like extra resources to like tend to their child and also tend to yours so very true you need to tend to your child first and remind other people i think that's love for me like mm. reminding other people that you have a resources to tend to your own child and i will keep reminding you because you are vulnerable to forget keep reminding you that you have the resources you need to find the resources i'm here with you i'll hold your hand let's go find those resources let's see what we we can do mm-hmm. but ultimately love lends to a sense of autonomy mm-hmm. yeah i don't even know like what i was <laughs> alluding you. to yeah, yeah and i like what you've suggested the reminder because it will have honestly we continued weighing on me if i waited mm. and uh, i'll practice giving that yeah yeah. Yay. How about you with me? What? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> what was the question again? What has, what uh, things other people have said or done mm. that contradicted your meaning of love? Or yes. even things I have done that contradicted my meaning of love. So I'll start with other people. Mm-hmm. For me, other people, it's mostly emotional abuse. Mm. And actually, most of the ones I received were the same ones. M- n- nearly the same to what I gave. Our <laughs> life script. I know. Yeah. The life script is just, you know, <laughs> very clear here. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah, the emotional abuse was intense. Disrespectful communication from someone else. You know, you're talking to someone and you feel like you're being just stepped on the whole time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's always those people who like put mm. you down. Yeah. Also, lack of support, such things, mm. and unwillingness to communicate. You know, those people you have a problem, and yes, some people like to take time. Mm. There's a way you can compromise. Like for me, let's say for you, you can wait one week. Mm-hmm. You like to wait it out one week, or mm. not even one week a while others can even go a month like waiting out like waiting for a problem to disappear no not to disappear uh-huh. like before they're able to communicate they need let's say a week mm-hmm. but then me i love to talk about it now or like if you have a problem with me you talk about it now mm. oh, but there's a way you can compromise mm. we say 
let's do three days. We meet in the middle because mm, it's yeah. close to the one week and it's mm. close to right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now I'm talking about the ones who are like unwilling to communicate. They mm. just want to shove it down like <laughs> to a channel I was told. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's yeah, let's oh. toss it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's toss it away. Yeah. And it honestly just stays there and builds a negative foundation for your relationship. It does, yeah. Yeah, so th- those are the things people have done that contribute contradicted my meaning of love. Mm. Things I have done. I uh, just w- w- just a second. Oh, okay. Because w- when I'm remembering like your meaning of love is like a mirror that reflects the light mm. off of like, you know, the other person. Mm. And now um you know something I picked here is I think that someone used to do is procrastinates mm. like communicating and expressing mm. you know what's going on their their real emotions I'm as a, like maybe avoiding conflict even but those conversations are basically the mirror yeah to shine the lights of like someone you love mm. yeah. how is this experience being a teacher you know mm. you just yeah you are very right yeah. like how you put it and maybe just to add i imagine mm. that it comes from a place of like um accepting that this is these are my thoughts maybe i've been thinking maybe i have like a negative opinion about a behavior you have mm. and acknowledging that to me means that i am a bad person like mm. as a friend i can't have a negative opinion towards a behavior that you have yeah and maybe that kind of like um threatens their sense of worth very true and maybe that is what maybe causes them to be avoidant and like scatter <laughs> whenever you need to have a conversation yeah. and that's why you can use the sandwich you yeah. know, hold that conversation <coughs> with so much love and care yeah. it really works it really does work mm. <laughs> okay wow. now Things your behaviors yeah what top of the list is manipulative behavior yeah <laughs> that's iconic i love it you know i think it's even the young me talking and i took a tukujisema like what was i doing <laughs> you know and yeah. it will come in my fr- relationships friends you know anything mm. i would learn you and i would wow. learn you good that is scary and it used to <laughs> come from a point of having control. Yeah, yeah. I want to have control. I want mm. to know everything. Mm. And the control is what will make you stay with me. Mm. You know? Mm. What will make you stick around and and act on things that were your weakness and mm. that will just make you keep staying with me. Wow, that is so fierce. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> Who is she? No. What? That, that is long gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Damn, so, that is scary. Yeah, it was not healthy at all. Guilt tripping people into doing things that are not in their best interest. Mm. It was not healthy because look what it led me to isolation. Mm. In the end, people do notice. People do feel weighed down. Mm. You do feel this is not for me. Mm. You feel it. Yeah, people do. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the things. And I actually also learned from it. Because at that time, I was not even aware it was that. Mm. It was until growing, noticing, I was like, I don't think that's a manipulative behavior. Mm. And 
What else? Infidelity. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was outside. Let me tell you, I'm going to anything. You're spicing the sandwich. Uh-huh. You're adding sprinkles. Honey, that is spicy. <laughs> this is a spicy sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'm eating it up. Oh, like, infidelity. Yes, But infidelity. I'm in that boat, babe. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, you know someone values very well. You know they want to be in a committed exclusive relationship yeah but behind you going there <coughs> texting someone else or and it came from a place where i realized i, w- I never used to respect myself uh, hence i didn't have that much respect for my partner what or does that even respect mean to you yeah okay or even respect for a relationship mm. for me self-respect is having values that are for your higher good and not just having them aligning yourself to them Mm. morals values Mm. that are for your highest good you think of highest good as things close to the divine Mm. things close to pureness you know yeah yeah. Well, I have something to say about that, but th- mm. that's going to be in a, in a different episode. Oh my God. Okay, you guys are in for a journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't have that. Mm. I don't think I even had values, morals. I didn't have any of that. Mm. Even goals to life, I didn't have. <laughs> I was yeah. just there. Cruising. Mm, which in is every okay. sense of the word. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't ever serve the highest good of my partner yeah. or myself. We're going even too far myself, mm. my relationship. And with that, there was infidelity. Damn. Damn. You know, I've never actually thought about my experiences in cheating that deeply. Yeah. Like me, I'm just like, <laughs> 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 it happened. Damn, I cheated. Yeah. Qualities of my personality is perfectionism and it comes in handy in such ways. I want yeah. to know why. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah. And we're gonna talk about that more. I really wanna talk about it. Wow. You know, okay. yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. But yes, guys, I'll wow. say thank you for listening. I know it's long and yeah, thank yeah. you for engaging with us. Yeah, and I would really we would really love to hear about you know what you think about the length of this episode. We're yeah. just starting and we're happy to like hear your feedback. Is this Great mm. length, or would you like it shorter or longer? True, continue yeah. engaging with us on our Instagram at how it is underscore board. How it is underscore board. Mm-hmm. We don't have a Twitter yet, but we're yet to make that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. make it and share it on our Instagram mm-hmm. along with all other social media platforms. Yes, and we are so so grateful for the people who've followed us so far. I mean, the support has been overwhelming, very, very true. And yeah. all of you are welcome to this, you know, safe space we're creating Community. to be vulnerable. Mm, yeah. Welcome. And I can't wait to keep going on this journey. More episodes. And to like so have things. you guys on. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> I can't wait. We're going to be talking about fears, mm. trust, everything. Highest good, because I'm so curious about that. Highest good. <laughs> wow. Mm. So much learning, so much growing, so much repatterning, so much intention. Mm. You know? Yeah. Let it all come from the core within you, the deep blue sky. Yeah.